But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the dismal tide. I'm Brendan. As always, Mike is with us. That's right. We're back from a, a fall break. Brendan, and- uh, some partly by accident, partly because Brendan was making hot sauce one week. Yeah, last week I forgot about the show completely. I was very dead set on my task of making hot sauce. And I have. I have three big uh, mason jars full of hot sauce. Not that good, I got to tell you. What you buy in the store is pretty much better than what you're going to make. Um, but I did learn about the wonders of something called xanthan gum. Do you know what xanthan gum is? I've read it on the back of bottles, but I don't know what it is. It's just a powder that you put into liquid to thicken it. Because um, otherwise your hot sauce would just be like water consistency. This thickens it up, but it's also like it strikes me as a very funny substance to like try to play a joke on somebody. Like if somebody had a glass of water and they weren't looking and you poured like a thing of xanthan gum in there and just mixed it around real, real quick, <laughs> the consistency of their water would be sludge like pretty quickly in a few seconds. It would really turn a disgusting texture. Um, it'd be very funny to do to somebody, frankly. That'd be good. Um, and that laugh you heard in the background, it's been a while. We haven't had a Bang Local Dad guy on a while, but this is uh, Neil, our, you know, I think our first Bang Local Dad guest ever. He's back again for yep. probably like the 11th time. I don't know. Once again, uh, where true friends are made on r slash ballers. So. r slash ballers, baby. <laughs> where we met, where, where Neil messaged our previous podcast, shouting about ballers, and said something along the lines of, you seem to enjoy this the same way that we enjoy it, and we would love to come on your show. Mm-hmm. You guys remember- seem like the only people on the subreddit that weren't completely simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, your words, not mine. I, 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 I remember it. Uh, I, I remember the opposite of that, which was you guys seem to hate this show the same way we do. I mean, right. yes, that, that, was that was why mine. we were not simple, because you would have to be simple to like that show. <laughs> yeah i mean there's some good episodes and all but like overall it's not that good mm-hmm. um but yeah i just want to say that i'm uh since i've last been on your podcast i mean i've become an athlete once again so yeah it seems good. like you're like good at hockey tearing yeah, up the hockey league i'm like i'm like pretty good um because i i just played like competitively through like um or like a fairly high level travel um and then when I was in high school, I was like, wow, this is like terrible. I'd like to hang out with my friends instead. So I stopped playing my junior year. And then my senior year, I was under the impression from my father that if I started to play hockey again, then I wouldn't have to get a job. So then I <laughs> so then I didn't I didn't go back to travel hockey. Instead, I decided to play high school hockey, um, which was a lot less of a commitment. Um, it made it a lot easier to hang out with my friends. And the way you amazing. said that led me to believe that you still had to get a job. I did still have to get a job. Yeah, I worked at a corn maze. So I would have like a game. <laughs> For real, yeah. So I had, I would have um, like a game on like a Saturday at like four o'clock. But then I would have to like stand around at a corn maze for like five or six hours before that. Um, so that kind of stunk. But the corn maze job was super easy. There's uh, how much can really go wrong. Uh, apart from someone getting lost in the corn maze and you having to uh, uh, extract them. Um, and I do feel like there's, uh, there's only so much that can go wrong. Yeah. I mean, like the worst thing you could do is like chill too much. Cause you're supposed to spread out a little bit, but also <laughs> like you are allowed to hang out. Um, and then, yeah, they would, nothing would really happen besides someone get lost every once in a while. They would pull you to do like farming tasks, 
but the farming tests were like so easy that it was like a nice break from just standing around. So um, well, it wasn't a bad place to work. It wasn't a bad place to work. Um, and also the, an official occasional snake bite. No, no snake bites. None of that. Never had any issues with any critters in the uh, in the maze. <laughs> uh, we also wanted to extend you an official congratulations for your Milwaukee Bucks winning an NBA title. It's been that long since we've had a bang local dad on, but I know you were all mm-hmm. very pleased. And I watched your uh, your Bucks and seven. Uh, Bucks and six. Oh my Bucks god! Six, you're, not you're, seven. you're a sports guy, aren't you? Aren't you supposed to be a sports supposed guy? To be. Listen, we this show uh, abhors the the minute detail of it all. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, whatever. You fucking won. But um, yeah, Dan's uh, Dan's documentary is good. I brought my camera there too, uh, so I have a bunch of footage of it. But I, like, my camera died like right as like literally the second the game ended. Um, <laughs> But it was, I was saying that the Deer District was like pure hell, honestly. It was awful. There's a Deer District? That was yeah. what the place was called. Oh, uh, yeah. Out, outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, I was in Philly and like did the whole like post Philly's 2008 World Series title, like riot mm-hmm. running around the streets. Yeah. It's genuinely like one of the best memories of my life at this point still. Mm-hmm. It was very fun and chaotic. And I'm sure that this one was the same way. Uh, I would say it was like, I don't know. It was like kind of lame. It kind of fucked me up. Um, Cause I was saying how uh, I was, I was, I'm one of those people who's been radicalized by the deer district. Nothing in my life has radicalized me. Nothing has made me think that things are wrong. I thought everything who <laughs> sailing in the USA and my local sports team and my taxpayer funded stadium. I thought they were going to win big and we were going to party hard and they did win. But it fucking sucked to party that night. It was so fucking hard. Like when we got into the place, um, you know, they like barely checked your bags, whatever. So like they might as well not have it all fenced in. And the biggest issue is the area was fenced in. I think if the Deer District was just open air, come as you go, it would have been a billion times better. Um, But anyways, when I got in, we got we saw that people were buying full 12 packs of like tall boys and that you were able to buy like a case of beer in there. So that seems so that seems like the smart move, but me and Dan did not make the smart move. We just got four beers at once to start, <laughs> and it, and they weren't they the beers were like I think six dollars each for Tall Boys, so not too terrible for outside the stadium. Um, but then this we got there like super early because I was like, there's no way I'm getting turned away. Like we have to get in, and it's like the exact same thing as going to the Trump rally. Literally the same people there. The people selling <laughs> the, the people selling t-shirts were exactly the same. Um, there was a guy that was selling a Trump shirt that was like um, "bitch on the president," and this time he was selling a shirt that said "bitch I'm a book." And then the other there was a different guy that was selling a shirt that at the Trump rally said "Donald fucking Trump," and then now he was selling a shirt that said like "Greek fucking freak." He's yeah, so these the guys just have a, uh, have a silk screen. Same, and same font, same font. Yep, just go go on the computer. Just, you know, type something a little bit different. And they were selling hella shirts at, at both events. The uh, I, I saw uh, watching on TV something that you brought up uh, in the, the group DM on, on Twitter the next day about the, the lack of bathrooms. Oh, and yeah. I remember when they showed like the like they had like that zipline camera that went over top of it mm-hmm. and then they went and they pulled away from like the, the, the stage that was set up there where, mm-hmm. where ESPN was and um and there was one portable toilet like yep. within within the in the shot and you could see about 
8,000 people. No, and more than and that, probably just, like probably like 15, 20. Yeah, and just going like, oh, no. Well, and to, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair to the books, there were two separate bathroom areas with probably an additional 20 bathrooms. So for allegedly, allegedly 50 to 60,000 people in there, there were probably about 50 bathrooms. So probably one bathroom for every thousand people. <laughs> and when I went to the, go to the bathroom the first time I waited in line and I waited in line for 45 minutes. And then when I got to the front of the line, there was like a girl that came up to me and asked if she could cut, but she was like, came up to me and she was like almost crying. And she was like, <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Would I please? I'm like, just go ahead. And she's like, thank you. I drove. I'm like, no, no. It's like, I believe you. Like, you know, like you can go ahead. Like, but she was having like such a horrible time. I saw a hell of people just pass out. And then everyone's like, you know, waving like, come on, go, go over here. Go get help. Go get help. And then like 10 cops show up and then they're just like, just standing there. And like, there's just like a girl that just looks like so fucked up. And I was like, you know, like give her water or like do her any like, observing like, the situation i was like and then i was like talk, like talking to some guy i'm like are there like medical people coming out because like the <laughs> people are, are dying like, not, yeah like they're just like well we just gotta wait like these motherfuckers are dumb as fuck so then, that the amount of cops there like really fucked up the vibe too that the the thing with the police the the crowd control stuff uh in in the documentary is is was far and away the the craziest shit about it mm-hmm. um number one once once those people that like were were just went through the fence mm-hmm. realized that like they can't stop all of us mm-hmm. and like and about like 60 people poured over the fence and the other was uh there was one there's that one guy was uh arguing uh, uh, with the police, where he, they were like telling him to get off the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was just going like, uh, I'm like, all right, I I get why this guy's mad because he is just standing there. Mm-hmm. However, there's like a, a police horse keeps backing up towards you, man, and this horse is gonna kick you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you got it, like yeah. And then <laughs> the there's police like, horse is gonna kick you. <laughs> there's also the, like the part in there that Dan made sure to like add subtitles for. Um, where you know they bring in the horse for crowd control and then the big dumb fat cop on there is like hey guys back up i can't control this horse like <laughs> like, like uh, to be fair if i were riding a horse in a big crowd i would tell everybody that too no, like give me some no, space this horse no, is gonna get no, rattled no no no, it's no sympathy for the police around these parts uh, <laughs> this, this is my first day mm, um but yeah and then, like <laughs> when the, when the game ended Probably the real worst part about it was, and then also when we were inside, then it would have been literally impossible to get a beer or food anywhere. There was just no chance of that happening. Well, they didn't um, want you there. They wanted you to like no. find an excuse to leave. See, and that's what that's when I was talking to all these freaking liberals about it. They're like, oh, maybe it's actually a, a good thing that people had a bad time so they could clear out. Like, are you are you telling me it's actually good that you couldn't drink beer? while you're trying to watch your local team like win the championship. It's actually good to wait in line in the bathroom to 40 for 45 to 50 minutes or alternatively get a group together and piss outside together. Um, and well, how do also, you think the small businesses felt, Neil? I don't give a fuck. They, they ruined <laughs> that shit. They ruined that shit for me so bad. I thought the Bucks were going to lose. That's how bad of a vibe I had. And then um, afterwards, then it was literally impossible to get beer. So in our fucking yeah, in our stupid ass uh, capitalist society that we live in, 
you got to think about like how much it ruins the celebration. Cause you would think in some sort of socialist or communist setup, you would be like, Hmm, okay. The team just won. What do people want to do? They want to drink beer or other alcohol and get fucked up. And how you should do that is you'd shut down the downtown and you would just put essentially free beer on the streets. Yeah. You know, just do Just do a simple wristband system. You know, 21, you get the wristband and then, uh, or however old you are, you get the wristband and then you just get to drink like unlimited beer. But unfortunately in our stupid capitalist society, we leave there and then the only way you could get beer was by going into a bar and every bar was already packed before the game started. And now they just released like 50,000 people onto the streets. So who are all wait. looking for bars. Yeah, we're all looking for bars. And then once you, even if you get to a bar, you have to wait in line to get in. And then once you get in, you have to wait in line again to get a drink at the bar. So me and Dan got out of the stadium at like 11, 1130. And then bars are only open till two. You'd think that they'd be like, oh, special occasion. We'll just let them stay open. Like, what's the big deal? Um, but the market instead, dictates that you go sober. This yeah. is what the market wants. Yeah, me and Dan, uh, me and Dan paid twenty dollars for two white claws uh, to some guys <laughs> oh my sitting, God. On his, sitting on his stoop. Because then I was like, I See, saw "That's a what bunch the market of, dictates." That's the I market. Know, that's the fucking free market. Hor- people were so fucking desperate for beer. Oh my I God! If a, a little bit of foresight, and you go and buy like like eight cases of beer and just I know, sell and I every just, beer for like five ten bucks, just or make I was, a fucking I, killing. If yeah, if I would have really thought about it, I would have just stashed like a 30 rack or at least like a 12 pack just anywhere in the city within walking distance. <laughs> but um I didn't I didn't think that it would be that fucking hard to get a beer. So and yeah, me and Dan walked like I don't know a mile or two to like Brady Street, which is a different area to go out. And then oh, when we bought the beer off the guy, it was literally the last two white claws that he had. Um, and he was just drinking by himself on the porch, and there was another group on the balcony. And I was saying, like, Dan, maybe we should just see if they have pity on us and just beg them for beer. And uh, right when we were, like, about to walk over, somebody else was trying to do that. And they just, like, started pouring beer on them. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, but of course, it was like those fucking people in those, like, shitty ass downtown apartments or, like, condos by the water. Um, And then by the time we got to Brady Street, there finally was one place that had beer that they were, like, selling outside this bar Nomad. And then... I bought, and I was like, could I get four, like, whatever, tall boys? And then they're like, these are the last four tall boys we have. And then um, I don't know, after that, I was getting some stupid mixed drinks after. But uh, it was just, like, it was just so brutal. And it, it felt like being at, like, a high school party or just being a high schooler. Like, you see someone with a drink, you see someone with beers, like, hey, where'd you get that? How'd you get that? Like, it was just, it felt so pathetic. Like, we almost, like, um, like Dan has, uh, one of his roommates is a sober guy. And he was at home like, we need to call up your roommate, Ryan, wake his ass up, tell him to take the beer out of your fridge, drive it down here and drop it off to us. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. That wouldn't make anybody mad. It was fucking horrible scrambling for beer. Absolutely, absolutely terrible. God, you know what? I kind of forgot that feeling of like when you show up to a party, like when you're like 19 or Mm -hmm. with like with a six pack. And you're just like, once this is gone, like, I don't know. <laughs> see, that's, see, that I never, for me, it would have been like, either I have absolutely nothing or I have like a 30 rack. Because that's, if, I, I'm, if I'm able to get a six pack, then I'm definitely able to get a 30 rack. Yeah, that was it's a cool point. that you call them racks. Mm-hmm. I, 
I, I was also uh, so I, uh, at that age, I think I had ideas above my station and probably like showed up with something too expensive, like too expensive right. of a six pack. Um, <laughs> oh, <no>. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, what I should have what I should have been doing is uh, drinking yeah. ice house. Yeah, I should have. And I, people I, are like, ew, ice house. I'm not going to drink that. They're like, OK, <laughs> like you can damn. if you want, though. Guess I will then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I, I was real shitty about the six packs, the parties thing. Because mm-hmm. I used to just, especially when I was like 18 or 19, it was like the six pack that I bring. It's like my ticket in the door. Mm-hmm. And then it's just anybody. After, can, I brought my six so I can drink whatever mm-hmm. I want. That, you know, yeah. It's just like, look, I don't expect that I'm going to have all these. I think someone else is got, and has such. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like it, somebody looking at you just like, why are you drinking? It's twisted tea. Didn't you come with a bunch of highlights? She's like, ah, well, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. Found they're this. all of our beers. My uh, my my sister and her friends um, used to go to parties of kids they didn't like, and they would just leave with the cooler. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> Isaac that, and I used to do that. And, we, and that was mm-hmm. there were so many coolers in my garage. Uh, like by like when we moved in two thousand eight, like there 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 were like seven coolers that we had that that Damn. no that my dad did not buy. <laughs> that for some reason, of course, we still just had around. Mm-hmm. No, no need to keep all of them. When I was like that around that age, uh, Lizak, who's been on the show a couple times, uh, and I used to play in like some random like beer pong tournaments. And I remember we had like this pact basically where like if we didn't win, we would leave with the keg. <laughs> <laughs> so that- the one, yeah, the one time it was very easy. The thing that started the entire like tradition was we lost and we were in like the coat room with the, the keg and they were still like doing this intense tournament and nobody was in there with us. And the car was like right outside. And we were, I looked, Lizak looked at me. He's like, let's just take this fucking thing. And, uh, and then we just, we must've done it like twice more. One was a bit elaborate. I think there was like a distraction Mm-hmm. in another room and the other guy left with is very funny that anything that involves a diversion is is extremely funny yeah, especially when, really when it comes to stealing alcohol mm-hmm. that i i don't know you know it, it, you guys used to yeah go to basically everything like that and i would always be told about it and they're like no we're going to like the, whoever's house I'm like why would you go to a party at this person's house like what's what's there for any of you and just like Strangers. i don't know it'd be funny and yeah. and I first and I as I uh, look back on a life of regret, <laughs> so much of it is that um, I didn't go. Uh, I didn't go to more uh, of these parties where I could have just seen uh, everything just unravel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, most of them were shit parties in just oh, like I'm, a I'm sure. disgusting but house. Like, and- but like, but like, I'd be told the next day, just like, no, we put a bunch of silverware in the microwave and turn it on, and then got out of there. <laughs> You know yeah. what? Lizak and I also we were at a, a party at our friend uh, Chris's. Chris, who you know, we went to high school with Mike, and and we were in his like sunroom, and there was like a thirty pack of like the coffee flavored Monster Energy drinks, and I just remember like we didn't even really talk about it. Mike and I just like looked at each other and we're like, those. I'm like yeah right, and we left with those, <laughs> just like, like stealing whatever we could for no good reason. Yeah, like somebody I, missed, somebody was mad about those monsters being gone. No, uh, actually, the, uh, I I actually remember that um uh Megan Moynihan was a like a monster rep at Rutgers. They would just like give it all to her for free to give away at parties. Oh, so so that's probably where he... mm, I'm I'm thinking of one of the more rude things I've done in my life. 
Um, I remember going to a party. This is like summer during like when everyone's back from college. I'm pretty sure. Um, or it might have been summer right after I graduated high school. It doesn't really matter. Anyways, I remember going to a party and then taking all of the toilet paper from the house of the party and then TPing that house with that toilet paper. <laughs> that rules. While, pe- That's while really people good. were still inside. And then, That's super good. I love and, that. And, and you know why I did it? There's no motive behind it. Literally no motive behind it. Don't even, I remember what neighborhood it was in. I don't even know whose house it was. It was just something funny to do. Just being a bad kid. It is a funny thing to do. It is funny. You were correct. No, it's, uh, uh, there was like, like, what's the disconnect between like the moment where somebody goes like all the fucking toilet paper is gone and they go like, oh shit, it's all. And then I, and then if I recall correctly, which I may not be, but I'm also pretty sure I remember doing that. And then just like going back into the party and hanging out and then someone just being like, oh, there's dude, there's like no toilet paper. And just being like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, dude, that's wild. That's uh, wild. No, <laughs> tell me who did it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to kick his ass. No, they didn't even think anybody stole it. They're just like, oh, it's like we're it's like we're just out. And then like, I don't know, they must have gone outside and seen it eventually, but. Yeah, that no one picked bit. up on that this was happening. Like that the you just went that no one came in or out during this time. No, I don't I remember like it was maybe me, maybe another friend or two did it. Um I also remember I was not drinking at this party either. So that was probably the real that was probably the real that, reason that was I the real motivation was because yeah. I wasn't drinking. Well, it's much better that I was <laughs> drinking at this party and stole an entire keg of liquor and left with it. Mm-hmm. That's good. But that's an easy one to sell to the cops if you get pulled over as you're fleeing from a theft. It's also very well, first of all, I, I don't know if a keg counts as open container. Um, yeah, I, that, I, ooh, that is interesting. That's yeah. a gray area. Uh, it depends <laughs> if the pump's still in. Yeah, yeah is the pump still oh, in? Oh, if it's um, tapped or not. Yeah. But the other the other part of that is um, that that stealing a keg is also uh, a, uh, even more mean spirited because they lose the deposit on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the yeah. and the tap. <laughs> I remember, we, well, like the first time we did it, we were like, "Oh, and we'll we'll take this to like canals and we'll just give it back to them." Like it doesn't even matter. Who cares? They're just gonna get a keg back. They'll give us like twenty bucks. And we tried to do that, and they're like, "Do you have a receipt?" Like, no, we just have this oh. keg. <laughs> we're like, yeah. "We're not giving you any money without the like." I, we can't. We can't encourage this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want a bunch of just like un untethered kegs to wind up back here for 20 bucks this is gonna be like a mm-hmm. homeless receptacle pretty soon like absolutely yeah. not get the fuck out of here kid that they're like all right well I'm, we're going to the scrapyard and we're getting five dollars <laughs> mm-hmm. keep settling for less I've, and less i've only went to the scrapyard once and uh that's when i worked for the parks and we had like i don't know we just had like two or three truckloads of just like junk i don't know like shitty bicycles pieces of wood just i don't know just bullshit and it was like a big deal to like, uh, and it took like a lot of time to like put it all in the trucks and make sure it all fit. And then we got there and I think it was like, it was definitely a couple hundred pounds of stuff. I can't remember how much it was, but I remember the amount we got. And after like a whole day's of work, getting all the junk together, <laughs> I was like, all right. And your guys' total is $33. And he was like, and they were like, oh, well, I guess we could go to Wendy's and like get some four for fours. And then they're like, nope. Got to send that money to the city. He's like, we're not allowed to. We are not allowed to spend it. <laughs> well, um, I I think that the statute of limitations is probably passed on this. Um, when I also worked for uh, uh for the public works department, 
um, when I got laid off in May 2008, I guess, um, the uh, uh, the director of the public works department, Dean, uh, th this is before, you know, this is so this is just before the 2008 recession. I guess it came to our town uh, slightly earlier, um, but the, the, the cracks were starting to show. And uh, uh, Dean was mad that I got laid off um, because he was losing a guy. And I remember he told me uh, we're he uh, we're driving back from uh, going into the like the, our like, you know, like town executive, whatever meeting where they told me. And he's just like, you got two weeks. I don't care if you don't like get up from the lunch table once. Um, but uh, what he decided to do uh, to uh, the, the way we were going to get even for him having to lose a guy was um, there was a full set of bleachers that uh, we had that were being stored behind the uh, behind uh, the shop and that they hadn't told us what park they wanted them to go to or mm. what. And we and we saw them part and scrapped them and bought lunch with it. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, again, it it was a set. It, it, uh, th this is I think scrap metal prices were high at the time because a bunch of the dumbasses I worked with never shut up about scrapping. Mm -hmm. Like copper was like three dollars a pound at the time, and so all they talked about was um uh, was going around and uh, looking for stuff after work. That sounds horrible. That sounds it's really bleak. Not worth it. I can I, no, I assure no. you, especially when you just break it down to hourly how much you're making and it just the amount of time you're driving around. Yeah, instead of get like four like four dollar a gallon gas and just this driving is, around this looking is, this is for copper. Like, this is pre gig economy stuff. Yeah, now it's a, now it, it's not that much more ridiculous than than working for DoorDash or something uh, mm -hmm. with with the added benefit that there's no one that can fire you because someone lied about you eating their fries. <laughs> uh, let's aim this at the NFL now, because we're going to watch two Gridiron Heights episodes. We're back in the Gridiron. Oh. This is our first Gridiron Heights episode in months. Months and months and months. Yeah, for sure. We haven't seen either of the first two episodes. We, we should have seen the first one last week, but as I mentioned, I was making a hot sauce that I named after characters from Lost. Oh yeah, the uh, the Jeremy Bentham one is going to be good. So let's all click the link in the chat, get into the watch together, join the room. Uh, wonderful. So this first episode is called "Tom Brady is Spreading Rumors at Rookie Orientation." Every rookie dreams of great iron heights. Wait, where are we? Get the hell out of here, you pig! <laughs> No, I don't know how to drive. We did it. This is like if they did Rugrats all grown up and they still had baby voices. Uh, my baby football dudes. Us sophomores are here for your orientation. Nice try, freshman. I like a mature QB. So is he gonna fuck him? Over there, yeah. you got divas, clipboard holders. Defensive stars who need to make up for their team's offense. I gotta say, I kind of like the Justin Herbert voice. Did you know volcanoes can't mm. harm healthy men? Josh Allen's. Linemen, we don't have the budget to animate. Texans do not sit there. <laughs> Sexually active kickers. And King B and the Goats. These dudes are like hot as shit, bro. I saw you in college. You're really good at football. Oh, Thank fuck you. off. So you agree? You think you're really good at football? In practice, we ran red. Tom Brady.
Brady is like perfection. He's so cool, we're breaking the fourth wall to tell you. One time he scored 31 unanswered points in the Super Bowl. So who awesome. who makes this again? I forget his name, I follow him on Twitter. Oh, uh, this is from Bleacher Report though. I don't think though. my fiance, uh, Shailene Woodley from Divergent would like this. Why are you hiding in the trash? Oh yeah, this whole thing is about how being popular makes you insecure. I found this bulletin board material. I think the rookies made it. The Browns are serious contenders. This oh, wow. Tom Brady is too a catty late. bitch, huh? Oh, mm, Too late. Henry is due for a decrease in production. Oh, they lying, lying. Why is mine a whole chapter? I want to play one season, everyone. Do they know everything or just the crab leg stuff? Enough! Okay, who here has been personally owned by Tom Brady? Me, recently. Yo, I think we should all Good just Lord, get along. Man. He doesn't even go here. Stop hiding in our stadiums, Kanye. Look, everyone, I'm sorry if my greatness infuriates you, but I dare you to come at me. Taunting. Oh, oh, oh my God. Well, I should Jesus only Christ. Caesar be allowed to join a new team and recruit all That's his old friends to play with him. Brutus is just as cute as Caesar, right? Brutus is a better pure passer than Caesar. People totally think Brutus would make a better Jeopardy host than Caesar. And when did it become okay for one QB to win every ring? That's not what Rome is all about. We should totally just stab Caesar. Yeah, so I'm just happy to be back and playing with the Packers. Um, if you so guys, it hasn't gotten any better. Have you guys seen America the Motion Picture? No. Do you know what that is? I, I do not. Uh, how do I? Can I drop a link for you guys, or just just search it on YouTube? This is this is a, a crossover to the Netflix world that I live in now. Okay, uh, I'm going to yeah, I'll queue it up next. But yeah, Gridiron Heights is uh, insufferable and mind numbing, and it's very fast, very fast paced. You have to be a smart person to get all the jokes. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that it's that that uh um that sort of like copy pasta about tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna click on the trailer for America the Motion Picture. Then let's see what we got here. Oh God. Uh oh. George Washington. Let's go start a fucking revolution. Ding dong. It's America, motherfucker. Did you practice that light in the car on your way here? What the fuck is a car? Holy shit. Hello, Gav. Oh, hi, Gav. I can't ask you to go in there with me. You? Yeah, good, because no. Great, good luck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Science! Charge! So you want me, a black dude, to play lookout for you while you break the law? Chantain of Jason Manzoukas, Olivia Munn, Bobby Munhan, Judy Greer, Will Forte, Raul Maxirillo, Killer Mike. I missed the last two. Heavy hitters. Damn. I guess this trailer didn't do a very good job of showing you, but um, that the movie America, the motion picture, is very much so Great Iron Heights. Yep.
yeah, like yeah, it. That this by it's a style of like um comedy that you thought went away ten years ago, like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, uh, also, just because this is made in 2021, there's going to have to be like, but seriously thing where George Washington gets confronted about owning slaves. Oh, like, there is that, like a, there's that a lot to, of that shit. Yeah, there has to be. That has to be in the movie. Right? Um. Yeah, we did. Well, I saw Abraham Lincoln in there, too. So Abraham Lincoln is going to tell him mm-hmm. it's going to come from the mouth of Abe. Yeah, it's like um, I think like one of the opening jokes in it is like um, they're playing a game of beer pong and they were going to start the um, uh, what is the very what is the first thing in the Declaration of Independence? What's that first thing called? Preamble. The preamble. They're going to start the preamble with uh, we the people or us rich white men. But the beer pong team of we the people won. So they went with we the people. So it's it's a lot of like um, making fun of like, you know, rich white frat bros and owning all these freaking white guys. But also these white guys are awesome and created like the greatest country ever. They're fucking holy shit balls, dude. These fucking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's got that going on the whole time is that like, yeah, we're going to. And it's to me, it also kind of feels like um like in the olympics and how they are like you know we're allowing to or we're allowing our athletes to make statements um you know as long as they're not a uh, disruption so like you're allowed you're at least allowed to do identity politics so you're able to say like i'm running for like all the people who are oppressed over the world like you know brown people people of color blah 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 but you're not really able to say like why these people are oppressed but you're able to you're able to acknowledge that it happens and say that that stinks, but there's never, you're not allowed to do any sort of call to action. You're definitely not allowed to talk about capitalism. You're not allowed to do any of that stuff. You can just like, I don't know. It's Something got, you, might happen. And if it, it does, take, yeah, so you, can write, what? you can write end racism in the end zone. You know, yeah. Sort of it takes all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I told Mike about this last time I saw him when we were golfing. But this guy came by my job to uh, to chain to like do air conditioning maintenance. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he asked me like the fucking dumbest question about gymnastics. He like called mm-hmm. me in from the other room and he's like, what is what is the hardest tumbling thing? I was like, this is a fucking not you're an adult asking questions, phrase like this, like. And, and I was just like, I don't know, man, did you watch the Olympics? And he's like, no, I didn't watch it because of the purple haired man. Oh, because of the girl soccer, because of the lady soccer player? Winted at him, and I was like, the purple-haired man. He's like, yeah, the guy who's kneeling during the national anthem. He's like, oh, that's a woman. He's like, oh, is it? Uh, I don't like the way she kneels. (laughs) She kneels during the national anthem. And I just, like, looked at him. Wow, misgendering her. Wow. Okay, man. Um, Just anything Simone Biles does is the hardest to answer Mm. your bullshit question. And then I just, like, couldn't get out of the room fast enough. Yeah, I really liked how um, what's her name? Well, what's that? What's the soccer player with the purple hair's name? Megan Rapino. Yeah, Megan Rapino. How she? Uh, I think like literally the week after, like right as right in the middle of the Joe Biden uh, Tara Reid uh, all of this t- Joe Biden uh, rape stuff coming out, then she's like, "Oh, time to do a Q and A with Joe Biden and clean up this man's image." <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, like, nah. she's, like, the perfect... I remember, like, co- like yeah, like, commenting, like, I'm going to do this interview with Joe Biden, like, you should ask about Tara Reid. I'm like, there's no fucking chance that someone on the USA soccer team, like, also a fucking athlete who's, like, they know that she's, like, you're not allowed to ask about this, you're not allowed to ask about this. I'm sure they just gave her a list of questions. That, uh, uh Megan Rapino endorsed Warren as well. Oh, yeah, even funnier. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, thank God, thank God, the kingmaker, the kingmaker herself, because Elizabeth Warren endorsed Joe Biden. Boom. Uh, Elizabeth Warren has luckily endorsed, uh, what is it, Mandela Barnes, who's running against Ron Johnson. And I keep getting like emails and shit because I somehow got on the list and I keep getting emails and like text messages. Um, And Mandela Barnes is like, come on, Neil, donate three dollars. Mandela Barnes is tied at 43% with Ron Johnson. I'm like, you motherfuckers are tied. You're tied with like the most hated guy in Wisconsin. <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ. You guys suck so fucking bad. You're fucking tied with Ron Johnson. Like, it's it is really funny when you look at like these things like and I and I this just is all you can him. muster. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm just texting the guy and just like, oh, is Mandela Barnes uh is, he consider himself a capitalist? And they're like Mandela Barnes is a progressive. I'm like, so it's like, it's like, so he's still like a capitalist though. Right. And they're like, well, you know, uh, here, here's a link to his website. Like, <laughs> yeah, like shut, they, shut they up, this, kid. Then vote for have, Ron Johnson. I'm like, I'm not going to vote for Ron Johnson because Ron Johnson fucking sucks. And I guess maybe Mandela Barnes could be slightly better, but there's really going to be little to no difference, even if he wins. No. I um I, I I only ever got into uh, not even got into it. I got bored immediately when I got a text from uh the Andrew Yang for mayor uh, oh, uh, that uh campaign volunteer crashed and burned. That was yeah, like a I'm really, really excited funny for him way. to run for governor too. It's yes, been, it uh it, is that what he's been, doing next? You think? Uh, I hope. Uh, but I heard I, he's well, starting his own like starting his own party. Yeah, party and, party and uh, uh all of his uh. All of his like army of Belgian guys are just like, well, it's because that he, it's because the Democrats have moved so far left. That Andrew doesn't feel at home there anymore. I'm like, all right, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> we need posting from my home in Bruges. Yeah, um, I, it'll be sick Bruges. though when we get um, if the USA finally does get uh, a third party, and then it's just a centrist party. <laughs> uh, we we uh, uh, oh, but they. Text me about Andrew Yang, and I think uh, I said, uh, "What's like, position well, on circumcision?" I I asked, you know what? The <laughs> I walked past the um the 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 foreskin a girl can dream uh billboard uh that <laughs> is like on a mobile billboard that's on a truck that they park in Union mm. Square like every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, uh yeah they texted and I said uh, well I'm I'm concerned about uh, Andrew Yang's suggestion that uh um that New York should become a Bitcoin hub given that it's uh given its impact on uh, on on climate and uh, the city's susceptibility to sea level rise and they just responded with like well I think uh, Andrew's policy on environmental uh, issues is very good and I'm like thanks man yeah <laughs> like, uh, I'm like I'm not like I'm, I'm like I'm done I'm I'm checked out I've checked I, yeah out I mean That's, there's I mean, unless you're like going to do like, um, you know, like crime for good, really. Um, there's really like no point of like really caring because I saw like the Biden shit, too. I mean, there it, it comes up every once in a while. But they had was I mean, obviously, the people getting fucking whipped by uh, all the border p- people on uh, horseback is pretty fucking bad. And they also were like, oh, you know, 
we did the science on this and uh, there's no reason to stop offshore drilling. Like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. We'll just, we'll just keep doing it. Well, you know what? China is done building coal mines or anywhere in the world. They're mm-hmm. the, that's the, 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 well, the regime is back on top. Yeah. yeah no, we've the got China the market seems cornered. Be, China seems to go in pretty well. And then like, based on the amount of like fake China stuff that gets posted, I think China's doing fine. <laughs> Cause we are, I mean, we're, I mean, yeah, you're just usually whenever there's like, there is a lot of weird anti-China stuff. And I think my only uh, position on China is that uh, that certainly seems to be doing better than the USA. They seem to have less people in poverty, but I'm not sure if weed is legal there or not. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure. Definitely they, not. You see, give give some, take up. some. That is fucked up. We got, if we can legalize weed in China, then there's, there's nothing keeping us here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all just gonna go move to China to smoke weed. That, we're gonna go <laughs> smoke then, weed in China. I'm gonna and then smoke, get, a, get a city labor job. I'm gonna go smoke weed in that canyon. That's the mm-hmm. Apple TV screensaver that I really oh, love. Yeah. That place looks incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, or I'll just become one of those uh, one of those freaks that's obsessed with uh, Chinese politics the way that there's like British and Canadian people obsessed with ours. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be the the Rob Rousseau to uh to 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 China, mm-hmm. the way that he's just in Montreal just posting um uh, epic leftism memes. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you guys want to watch the second episode of Gridiron? Uh, 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 yeah, I do. Uh, I guess yes. it's your, I guess it's your guys' show, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We gotta check it out. Odell, D Hop, and uh, DK aren't allowed to party with TEU. I don't know what that is. So I'm like, Coach, I'm not missing a Met Gala for a Browns game. <laughs> oh, what's up, boys? We talking about Wives St. Laurent? Uh, sorry, the receiver club is for smart and classy positions. Yeah, I don't think the Seahawks even have a tight end. I'll show them smart and classy. Yo, guys. <gasps> oh, some faces need beards. We had to prove we're not just dumb linemen with hands. Yeah. It's time to start tight end university. They don't have George Kittle's oh. uh, they don't have George Kittle's Joker tattoo on his forearm. I should have known it was tight end university. So how long do we have to be stuck together? We're like lemon, but here's the catch. We're eligible receivers. I heard there was a party. Super senior Jimmy Graham. Catch, block, catch, block. You know what the call is? It doesn't matter. Just act like Tony Gonzalez. I haven't been this emotional since WrestleMania 19. Fundraiser so we can buy more backwards hats. Sup? We're here to save your party. Ugh, no offense. No, I can't let you in. <gasps> There's nothing we can do. Technically, it's an accredited university. Nick's description of Gatsby is just so inconsistent. Perhaps Nick Carraway is unreliable narrator. Oh. You versus us. The you get a lot of mileage out of that voice. You win the crown, and mm. we'll go the way of the fullback and just disappear. Come with us, kid. Oh, I'm a tight end. What? Wendy. Welcome to the touchdown dance. Oof, is this what Cam is doing these days? Show us that swag. Oh, this dude's intense as hell. Oh, it's like a two-person scene. Cute. Right, come on, Killer Trav. It's all up to you. It's not Goosey, it's Gucci. Tyreek is Cheetah, and Travis is the Warthog. It's your brother, Jason. You. Catching is for pretty boys. All right, the call of the tight end. Woo! Woo! I don't understand what's happening here. 
Yeah, this I thought he was supposed to do a dance. Was that that I'm officially like, stepping down as head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll be going back to college to become the coach of Tight End University. Not a Power 5 school! What? I'd like to announce my total and complete commitment to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Go <sighs> Duval. Was that supposed to be like an animal house? Like, where are they now? But it yeah. was like three people and it was like five seconds long. <laughs> yes. It's a this is this is a really low effort uh uh thing here from uh, uh from the people who come on man tight tight end university who comes up with that we're this, we're raising money to buy backwards hats uh well uh, this is one of the few moments of great iron heights that I can actually shine a light on there was a tight end university this off season sponsored by uh, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle and uh, great iron heights took that and changed the no they didn't change the name at all. That's good parody when you can't tell the difference between a parody and the real thing. Uh, I believe they had a beer pong tournament at the tight end mm. university. The real one. I, I hope that the NFL, uh, if they, if they, you know, get too many concussions, they're trying to take away the attention from concussions. Can we just make more like NFL uh, reality shows? How about, yeah, I don't know. Just tight end university, but make it like a reality game show. Just have it going on in the off season. <laughs> I mean, I, I like saw that they came up with naked and afraid of love. Like, did they really? Mm-hmm. So what, they're road. just like pairing people with each other, I like mean, trying to set people I, up. I, 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 thought, I like naked and afraid. I really want to know what this concept is. Because I think the main thing of naked and afraid is everyone's like, oh, you think they're going to fuck? And then they no. never, ever, ever. No, that, that is no. No, I've seen a ton of Naked and Afraid. There's no sexual tension on that show. Never. They're usually was, by the end of so like the dirty. second day, they're so dirty and tired mm-hmm. and emaciated and just fucking pissed at each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's just no chance. Like they don't they can't spare the moisture. But I feel like a lot of times it's very funny if the guy in the Naked and Afraid is like, Well, he might fuck. And then just getting there and just be like, Oh, there's I, I think there's no been chance. a couple like I, I seem to remember like some guys going like, Yeah, and like of course, like a beautiful girl like that. Like, you know, I just I had had no choice. I had to look at her body, but you know, we're gonna be out here together for a long time. So like mm-hmm. we don't wanna make any mistakes like that. Mm-hmm. Make any mistakes like shitting too close to the tent or shitting too close to where you're sleeping <laughs> or like digging for water in the ground and drinking it while the girl with you is like, don't drink that. You're going to get diarrhea and then you get the diarrhea and then you shit too close to where you sleep. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> Sexual tension. And done. then she's just insanely pissed at you for the rest of your life. This is, yeah, uh, the, the, all, the, the sort of thing that only exists in like nightmares that <laughs> you're just like. That you're just choosing to make with with every minute that passes, you're just making yeah. it reality. You're just I, like I signed up for a show where I'm butt ass naked in the woods with like one of the dumbest people in the world, and we're supposed to survive. <laughs> I always really enjoy in that show where one of them quits, where they just kind of like come into the tent and be like, "Listen, mm-hmm. like I'm done here. You can stay if you want, but like." I'm fucking off. Like I'm gonna die out here. And the, <laughs> the person's like, "You got to make the best decision for you." And they're just like terrified. They got to yeah. sit in the tent by themselves <laughs> and like just stare at the ceiling for another eight days. <laughs> Naked and afraid. I. That's good TV. Oh, don't, I would just. I could. I could never. I could never do like I. I wouldn't do Survivor. I would absolutely not. No. Naked and afraid. I would do. I would do Survivor. Um, they. They don't starve them that bad in Survivor like they did in the beginning. You have pretty regular, like, not full-on meals, but, like, 
you're eating the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a better show. It's a better show if everyone's not starving. If everyone's yeah, not I mean, you're like asking these people to do these ridiculous challenges every every day or three like yeah, three days for bad. like the big ones. But like, you know, there's nothing worse than be like, all right, we've set up this massive challenge where you got to go up all fifty stairs and slide to the bottom and get all the way down there and go up the fifty stairs twelve times and nobody's eaten in three yeah, days, consuming and- six hundred calories a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, think I can't do this. I'm dead. I think one thing that's important to make note of MTV that no nobody talks about this, folks, nobody talks about this, is the MTV challenge shows that I believe they're still doing is in one of the most generous things I've ever seen uh, a company do ever. And they created, was it the real world versus road rules uh, challenge game shows? Because the road rules, the real world started as regular people. And then it slowly turned into like every guy is jacked. And then road rules was specifically about like driving around and doing challenges. So they already had to be jacked guys. And these people got to be on the real world like 20 years ago now. And they got to go on a challenge show. And normally say you're on like a VH1 network. And I'm pretty sure they're still owned by the same company. But anyways, you're on VH1. You know, you're on I Love New York. And then... Maybe you get to go to I Love Money if you're lucky, or maybe you're on, um, was it Flavor of Love and you get to go to Charm School, but that's it. But these people have been doing these road rules, real world like challenge things for decades now. Yeah, they made, they got cast or something when they were like 22. Uh, effectively professional whole, athletes. Right. Yeah. They made a whole career <laughs> off of it. And yeah. I would also say that many of them are doing steroids. Oh, definitely. And and TJ Lavin also got like one of the best hosting jobs ever. Like he just gets to show up and he's like, hey, guys, I'm pretty good at BMXing. And now you guys are going to have to like just do leftover fear factor challenge or just modified <laughs> fear factor shit. They had one they had one time where um, they because they're always up on like platforms like 30 or 40 feet above the water. And then. One girl fell and then her breast implant uh, exploded when she hit the water. So then she had to like go to the hospital because that's like bad to have. Yeah, that's a lot of silicone blood. in the body. Yeah, they're going to get poison in your blood. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's when you're on the that's that's why they call it the gauntlet, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like also those gauntlet like challenges are just like absolutely like a lot of those are like really brutal. Like um, I don't know, they're just like, all right, we're going to have two buff guys. And we're going to set them, I don't know, about 20 feet apart. And then we're just going to put a ball in the middle and they're just going to hit each other as hard as they possibly can. And they're just going to be wearing like life jackets and skateboard helmets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of, um, I, I, I didn't know that he died. I was thinking of a Joey from real world Los Angeles, the, the second one, uh, not like season two, but like the one from like, I don't know, 2007 or something. Hold on, Joey. Um, he was in, he was an enormous guy like that. And he was the one that had like an insane drinking problem, even by real world standards. Oh, that like, guy's dead. He was, yeah. And he was, mm. uh, but I, I will always, always remember, uh, him screaming, uh, at the entire house when he just goes, I wasn't like this until I came into this house. <laughs> and like the one just like, uh, as every cast has to have the one um, white girl with a heavy southern accent just goes mm-hmm. now. 
Yeah, I remember that haircut. Damn, that is a crazy haircut. Yeah, apparently he tried to get into acting after that, and the uh, but but uh, then died from drugs. Damn. Oh, well, that's you know, a shame. Celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew did not work. Who would have thought that? Yeah, celebrity... Dr. Drew. The guy who would have thought that yeah. going to rehab to get yourself clean slash further your career? Who would think that those two things might not be like the best things to link up? Dr. Drew, a guy who couldn't be happy doing um, a, a pretty fun show in Loveline. He decided he needed to be taken seriously mm-hmm. instead of just having people say, like, I got a vibrating egg stuck up my ass. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like that was that uh, just like people call in and just like Dr. Drew, like, can I actually do Jankum and say no? <laughs> um, but like, but he, he decided that he needed to be a, a, a serious medical man. And and then became unbearable. <laughs> yeah. And then he was also like a huge anti-COVID or like COVID denier guy. And then obviously hilariously got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> also another guy who was uh, likely doing steroids. Dr. Drew is doing steroids. He's not even big. Not nah, look at Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Drew physique. All right, hold on. Yeah, I'm interested in this one. Too. I'm just good. Dr. Drew steroids. Hmm. I guess and he looks. These, these pictures of him look more recent. I remember him being. So I bigger. see him. I see him in a t-shirt. He looks a little. He looks a little jacked. Yeah, I'm seeing some pretty jacked photos here. Maybe I'll Doctor Drew shirt off. He's shirtless. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a all right. He's got a pretty decent body for an old man. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I don't know. God it looks kind of weird, actually. I, never I, mind. I take it back. His body looks weird. I found a picture. I I saw one picture of him and I just looking at the guys he's standing with and their like hair and shirts they're wearing. I'm like 2008 and God damn it. It is <laughs> a TMZ headline. Dr. Drew is pro guns with him flexing his bicep. November, September 25th, 2008 coming up on the fucking 13th year anniversary of this picture. Dr. Drew. All right, hold on. This is, this is a great pick. From, he's 50 I'm, there. I'm not obsessed.com. Very good website title. I drop this in the chat. Let's see. Let's just see what's on the front page of TMZ these days. Well, I wonder. Dude, dude, they're doing porno now. Everybody's doing porno. Netflix is making a porno next year. TMZ is talking about Brian Laundry. What a fucking name that is. You guys look at the picture of Dr. Drew that I put. In oh, the hang on. I got distracted by Brian Laundry. It's downloading. Come on now. Yeah, let me know what you think of this man's body. <laughs> he, this is what well, happens if you get muscular got, too late in life. It doesn't, it doesn't, but it doesn't match up. I feel like his head is way too small. And he small his head. head's too small he for his head body. Of, he's got, he has the head of like a thin man. Well, he's got, and he's got that Mike Pence haircut. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, where it's like the same length all around. It's... um. It's kind of yeah. an Eminem haircut, really. Yeah, his arm. Yeah, his <laughs> arms look. His arms look great, but the fact of the matter is that he's what sixty or whatever. His and body like, is too wide. There's just there's just a like a density that just sets in that you can't do anything about once you go over a certain age. Mm. His shorts are too long too. The shorts right. are enormous. Ma- massive board shorts. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> you could show some knee, Drew. It's fine. You, you clearly work out. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, like, you know how when you work out a lot, you're going for that, like, that, like, V right above your leg, like, your lower ab, that nice tight, like, V. He's got, like, like a 90-degree angle. <laughs> like, look at that V. It just doesn't straighten out when you when you get jacked when you're 60. Mm-mm. It's just, like, going around his leg perfectly. Um. Oh, I figured I could talk about my hockey leagues now. I'm in uh, two hockey leagues. Uh, one of them is a pretty good league um, that's, like, fairly competitive. My team's, like, three and three. And, and then the second league that I just started, um, I am too good to be in, um, so, and it is a bad league. The lighting in there is bad. The vibe is not <laughs> that great. Our jerseys, are, our jerseys are nice, though. We're At least the, there's um, that. We're the, what is it, Montucky Cold Snacks, which is a beer. Oh, I got, yeah, I've uh, uh, rarely ever, or my far enough out west to get it but when i was in portland i i got to try it and as as uh um craft light beers go mm-hmm. real nice oh that's good um it's just like a it feels like a stupid name for a beer because it just does not sound like the name of a beer it's kind of reddit yeah i don't know it i don't know i don't know what cold snacks are i don't get i what think it's just i think it just oh like what like, they just want to call a beer yeah like a cold snack like calling cocaine like a nose beer yeah but uh, but yeah, the 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 bartender at the at the hotel uh, that I was uh, the, the 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 bar the basement bar at uh, uh McMenamin's uh, Crystal Hotel mm-hmm. um uh, told me that they were good and I tried them out and you know what he was right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, on the cold snacks team, um, there's me and one other guy that are like definitely too good to be in the league. So then I don't know, in the first two games, I think I've gotten like 11 points and he's probably gotten like eight or nine. So we we're like blowing this team out bad. And then I like literally I scored on accident. There was like a rebound and I just slapped at it. And I literally tried to shoot it at the goalie's pads and it just somehow snuck through. <laughs> so then I had to like I had to like stop trying. And I'm like fine with passing and stuff, but it's just like annoying when it's like you just literally get the puck in the slot and you're like supposed to shoot and you're like not supposed to score. Yeah. But I'm also like not trying to light these guys up, but I'm not going to like skate that much slower. And anyway, so we're up like six to nothing. And the best person on their team who is actually somewhat decent, he like goes for a wraparound, gets stopped. And then like, you know, the puck is against our goalie's pad. And then, you know, he goes for it again, which is a, Totally legal and fair thing to do. If the goalie has their pad down and the puck is in the crease, you can whack at it. And then, like, you know, if you hit some goalie in your pad with your stick, like, that is not going to hurt them at all. And uh, all of a sudden, we get a freaking hero from my team being like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're not going to do that to my goalie. And uh, <laughs> so he, like, run, he, like, comes in, just wrecks like, him, gets the guy, gives the guy, gives him like a push, a shove, and then, like, knocks him down. And then with that guy gets knocked down. And then a second guy gets comes in when this guy is like on all fours, like getting up. And as this guy's getting up, he pushes him down just as a second man in. And I'm just sitting on the bench and, I, and the intermission for the second period. They're like, guys, like we're not going to get into any shit this game. I'm like, like, we got a huge lead. Just let it go. And then as I'm also like one of the better people out there and I'm not going to like start shit with people anyways. Like I can't be like the best person on the ice putting up hella goals and then like pushing people around and just being a dickhead. So no. these two guys, these two guys get in a fight with one guy on the other team. And then one guy like grabs his helmet and like pulls his helmet off. So then I think all three of them get kicked out for fighting. So I don't know how long they're suspended for, 
But it's there is definitely something wrong in this country when everyone playing fucking stupid low level men's league is like just begging for a fight. And they kind of outlawed fighting in men's league hockey like I don't know, like 25 or 30 years ago. Yeah, it's just like everyone here has work in the or morning. Maybe, maybe like maybe it was they probably did it in the 2000s because I definitely remember going to one of my dad's games and seeing him get in a fight. And then they just had like five minute penalties for fighting. <laughs> I have been on those teams uh, where we're too good, but mm-hmm. I have never been the reason why we're too good. But mm-hmm. I've been that. I've I've been the angry guy, though. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I've I, I've been on two rec soccer teams where like I played with guys who like just graduated college and like just played like four years of D1 soccer mm-hmm. and are now just running circles around people who have like marketing jobs mm-hmm. and um and but and i'm the one that's behind them just sitting in like defensive midfield just fucking screaming mm-hmm. like and you know i have the time of my life well yeah i mean those uh those college people are also going to end up with uh sales jobs which are uh technically marketing jobs <laughs> well yes well oh yeah the, i the, the last team that i was on like that a few years ago i played with with uh three harvard guys oh and they? I think that was the last that was the last team I played on in the league. I think uh, th- I mean, they were all nice enough, you know, but we uh, we this is pre twin. This is this is uh, uh, I, I think uh, 2015. So this is mm-hmm. before, uh, you know, no one had to ask what they thought about, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump or. Anything. Oh, yeah. I have to before you get on my uh, soccer team, I have to ask what you think about Donald Trump. <laughs> That's the these conversations weren't coming up. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Nobody's going to be allowed to wear number forty-five this year. Um, what do you think? I think? You guys know why? What do you think about these kids in cages? Mm. I don't know. To mm. me, it's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not here. I'm not here to talk about that right now, dude. I'm, here I'm not to here to do politics. So I'm here to play sports. All right, and let's keep freaking politics out of recreational sports. I, I've gotten to kind of pull that thing in a very satisfying way lately because like and even in New Jersey, hmm. like I, I wouldn't feel like I would be some novelty as like a like a democratic socialist. But like I am. And hmm. a few times I've been like out at places like I was invited by friends and then like kind of like looked around and realized you're just like, oh, I'm like the socialist that they invited to ask me shit. Like this yeah, is fucking I do ridiculous. It. When I after my team won um our league championship, so it was like me and Doug was like the best player in our team. I I just realized that also he's like apparently for just like friends with JJ Watt, which I'm not sure how, but anyway, funny little tidbit. <laughs> um oh, because he was saying that JJ Watt uh, people found out what his um his Venmo was. Um because JJ Watt's Venmo is just uh at JJ Watt. So then, like thousands and thousands and thousands of people just kept requesting him for money. <laughs> um, but anyways, so like me, Doug, and then Drew, the guy who's like owns um, McGillicuddy's, which was the team we were on. He owns that bar, and he owns like another bar across the street. So I always like go, like go out to his bar, and then having like a decent time, you know, drinking out of the trophy, um, getting like free beer all night, and then like towards the end of the night, there's like a guy on the, the other team. And this is where we're at this fucking bar called Red Rocks. And I'm like, I've just gotten off like the mechanical bowl. And, uh, <laughs> and this guy is like, uh, so Neil, I, uh, I heard you like, I heard you like socialism. I'm like, I'm like, if you are, if you really want to do this, we can, but like, you're going to get super pissed off at me. I can already tell. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, all right, we could do this, but I guaranteed about like 
then like five minutes you're gonna be screaming at me and he's like no 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 and then like literally five minutes later he's just like screaming at me and i'm like i like woke up in the morning and i like the last thing i have like googled on my phone is like wisconsin minimum wage because he wouldn't fucking believe me <laughs> that the minimum wage is only 725 he's like no i'm like bro you don't even know what the fuck is going on i'm like bro you're fucking simple i was <laughs> asked I was like i gotta get out of here dude I, I was asked uh, <laughs> in a car full of white dudes, um, when are they allowed to say the N word? They're just like, you seem just like you seem pretty liberal and all that. It's <laughs> like, why can't we say it? And right like, now, like, right now, why not? Why, you're why asking not? me. <laughs> I yeah, you guys and the first thing I said is like, I'm not here. I can't give you the N card. Like, I can't. I'm not allowed to give you permission to say it. But what I will say. If you want to say it, just fucking say it. If there's something holding you back, then that's and on see, you. Yeah, and see, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. what's that thing that's holding you back? Oh, that I probably feel a little racist saying it. Oh, then you probably shouldn't say it. Brendan, but they were like coming up with these like scenarios, like, all right, all oh, right. a perfect, like, a you're perfect at a concert, <laughs> and you're you're at a rap concert, okay? And this I guy this has game. it N-word in the scenario. song. So Brent. you're telling me if I'm at a concert and I spent sixty dollars, I can't rap. <laughs> and, and, I paid money. I paid money but, and I but, like his music and this is in the song and I can't I, say it. It's like, I love I, I love ahead, the Mike. idea of you giving out N word passes like those chiropractors <laughs> that are giving the medical exemptions for vaccinations. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, OK, what about this scenario? You're in sixth grade and uh, you're reading Tom Sawyer out loud and your teacher says you can say it if you want to or you can say ninja. Can you say it in that scenario? <laughs> but my my answer to them every time <laughs> I was I'm at a concert and I paid sixty dollars. <laughs> that would be really so good. is so it's funny. So, like I paid money to be here and I really like his music and this is in his music and you're telling me I can't say it and I would have to be like again I'm not telling you anything. You are asking me, but I'm the wrong person yeah. to ask. Because here's the thing: if somebody, because if you say it and somebody hits you. And you said my friend Brendan said this was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like he's going to say, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, and also in the Deer District, there was there were groups of white teens just uh, yelling the N word. Um, and uh, just in kind of a way of like, you know, you know, fuck, fuck that, you, you know, beep up or whatever. Like, fuck that beep for like, you know, someone on the other team. And then I was like, just kept hearing it. And then I like turned around and I saw who was saying it. I was like hey man you better watch out with that yeah and good then, like, luck with this <laughs> yeah like, and then like then he got yelled at by a couple people and then uh you know cut cut he cut back on it he didn't stop <laughs> but he cut back only on it. only if only when I'm really mad mm-hmm. so yeah that was <laughs> another bad aspect of the deer district uh, I was also asked why the Democratic Party went so far left and they were convinced that it was because of Donald Trump and Donald Trump somehow pushed us to the left Wrong. and just apoplectic that I didn't agree with that assessment. Mm-hmm. There's like, no, it was Don-. just like, no, it wasn't Donald Trump. Like, we don't give a mm-hmm. shit about Donald Trump. You guys do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't care about Donald Trump. I also had a good uh, conversation with the current captain of my current team in my main league because um, he was asking me about being on his other team and the other league I'm in. But I think so. I'm in the C2 division and I really should be in like at least C1 or maybe B because then all the best people in my league are in the B division there. So I don't know. Someone just asked me to be on the team. I was like, okay, sure. Um, But anyways, I thought I was going to be playing his team and I was going to be very, very rude to his team. But I think they're one division up from us. 
because he was asking me if he I wanted to play on his team. I'm like, okay, Frank, like, yeah, sure. It was like, as I only really got one rule is like, you got it's like, you got any cops in your team? Because if you got cops in your team, I will not play on that team. He's like, oh, um, yeah, we have like we have three cops on our team. I'm like, come <laughs> on, bro. I'm like, why? I'm like, why do you let try them to be? keep it a secret? And he's like, why do you let them be on your team? And he's like, well, they're pretty nice guys. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they're like nice to you because you're playing hockey. You guys are on the same team. But you know, the stuff they do day to day, you know, locking people up, beating people up, killing people, not so nice. And I think they should be like at absolute minimum be socially ostracized yeah at the very least you're not allowed to play on this rec hockey team so i was hoping that i would be playing against them on my current bad team and the bad league because then i would absolutely go off and score like eight or nine goals and just run the score up and then start (laughs) and then actually and then make them try to fight me well the dream is to get to put 12 on the board not you personally just as a team. oh yeah put 12 on the board and then um i don't know i was just trying to if i was playing against them i was trying to have some some lines lined up so i could get some freaking sick owns on the ice i guess you can go <laughs> you know, five why don't, why don't you just shoot me you fucking loser you know like where's your gun that sort of thing yeah <laughs> shame about the chokehold ban yeah. yeah it's a shame you can't be me i'm not a 14 year old girl yeah <laughs> damn yeah <laughs> Uh, I think this is as good a place as any to end it. Mm-hmm. A lovely time with our friend Neil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I'll have. I hope they record uh, more video footage from our games. Oh, I have to say one. I did pull a sick move. We lost last week, so that made my move less sick. But I did have uh, a really sick uh, penalty shot. Look, they all count. So I was in. Uh, so because uh, the week before they had posted that clip of me scoring the goal. Um, or that was two weeks before anyways. So I'm coming into the zone and I think it was like, I don't know, like a two on one that kind of like broke down, but anyways, like the puck bounced to me and I was coming through the slot and I was all alone. And then I swear it was like two different people from like 10 to 15 feet away, like threw their sticks at me, <laughs> like just try, like literally just threw their stick along the ice, trying to hit the puck. And I like turned and missed it. I like did a turnaround shot and like hit the post and almost scored. And then they touched it and then they called like a penalty shot on it. And their team was just like lining up like a face off in their zone. Like it was a regular penalty while I'm standing at center ice and they're just like standing in front of the net. And like, you know, a penalty shot, you're supposed to be on the bench or at the very least like standing right next to your bench. So they were just not getting out of the way at all. So I was just standing at center ice, just being like, fucking move, get the fuck out of the way. And like, I know I really don't yell on the ice. I don't get mad, but I was like actually starting to get annoyed because it felt one, so disrespectful to just fucking throw the stick at me. And then two, just like literally not get out of the way for a penalty shot. So I was just, like I said, just being like, get the fuck out of the way. And then I came in and I wanted to go back in, but I wasn't there. So I went forehand, put it upstairs. And because I had to score and it was zero to zero in the first period. So I scored. And then as I skated by their bench, then I threw my stick at their bench, like along the ice in the exact, <laughs> in the exact same manner that they threw the stick at me. So that was a pretty fucking sick burn. That's, yeah. I got to say, we've we've had you on the show a few times, Neil. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I like sporty Neil. Yeah. This is the sportiest you've ever yeah. been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well i know i'm trying to it's nice being an athlete man it's nice it's cool being good at something because i was like you know good at hockey but then it's not like a school sport really so it's not like anyone goes to your games 
Um, no one cares at all. That's why all hockey players are so fucking annoying. Well, because they're almost all like fa- like fairly well off, uh, and hockey is definitely very conservative. But most hockey players are just mad that they've had to devote so much time to something that nobody fucking cares about. Uh, all right, everybody, listen to Neil. Well, Neil, why don't you plug your stuff? Oh, we're doing haters in the building. We've been doing bad about it. The Netflix has been beating us into submission. Um, <laughs> it's some really bad. The movies, movies are so fuck, the movies are so fucking bad. And, and the, the last one I listened to, you'll be like, all right, Dan, so where do you want to put this on the rankings? You'll be like, well, we got to put it at like 43. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this, holy shit, guys. Yeah, we're so deep. We're so deep in the trash. And today, just to keep this going longer, um, I saw the card counter uh, at a theater by my house. And that movie was pretty sick. You guys haven't seen or heard anything about no, it? I, no, you've seen trailers. Okay. I would, yeah, don't see, don't like read anything about it. I'd say just go see it. And it was so nice to see that because I know I was at like a cool movie theater, but there were like extras in the background. There were like large settings. Uh, there wasn't like any early, I'm sure there's a little bit of CGI in there somewhere. Um, but there wasn't like any completely fake world shit. And it just felt like I was watching an actual movie. And yeah. You, you gotta like lose so faith in the medium after a certain mm-hmm. amount of these shit movies you guys have watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to explicitly say what they do on haters in the building, they watch every new Netflix film, right? Everyone. Yeah. The only one I'm looking forward to, I guess, is that red notice, um, the rock, uh, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, official okay. movie of the deep state. <laughs> uh, I think I've seen the trailer for that as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, well, if you guys ever movie. want me on, just tell me what movie to watch. I watch okay. trash anyway. Yeah, we can get you on for sure. Um, I don't know. We have been having like a really hard time recording because I'm playing fucking sports and Dan is in school and uh, Jeff is a father. And then Lou <laughs> also has a, like a, a job that's not nine to five. So. Going cool, around cool, town, cool. letting people back in their apartments. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he a locksmith? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um. All right, everybody. Mike, why don't you end the show? Uh, that's the end of the show. You know where to follow the show. It's uh, at the Dismal Tide underscore on Twitter. Uh, there's there's an Instagram that I post to once every two months. Um, those are usually some uh, the posts are usually generally high quality, but they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, uh, follow uh, Brendan at Brendo Big Bucks. Although if you're listening to this, you likely already do. You likely also already follow me at Mega Clang. Um, the soccer show will return thursday friday i don't know i've taken two weeks off because uh when you're doing a show by yourself there's no one to hold you any standard so Mm. but let's let's say thursday what's your soccer show called mike it's called purely aesthetic soccer show you you follow that on twitter at mr too damn soccer uh uh, a name that i'm very lucky to have (laughs) i have a good uh two weeks everyone have a good two weeks Thanks for having me on your show, my East Coast friends. Of course. I tear my heart open. I saw myself shut. My weakness is that I can't do much. And my scars remind me that the past is real. I tear my heart open just to fail. 